The Lowell Green Podcast is brought to you by Shield Furniture and Appliances in Packingham. See shields.ca. So, where do we go from here? What do you think? This new mutation spreading like wildfire. No question about that. Ontario could see 10,000 new infections a day by the end of this month. At least that's what health officials are warning us now. There are calls for much more stringent restrictions and rules, etc. Some even suggest that we go back into some form of lockdown. I don't know if the population would accept that or not. They're using a uh, euphemism. They're calling it a circuit breaker. But what they're really talking about when they use that phrase is a lockdown. Are you ready for that? And how serious do you take all of this, okay? People lining up for booster shots. People lining up for rapid tests. And by the way, here's more government confusion. There were apparently long lineups at some of the LCBO offices here in Ottawa early this morning. And uh, they stood in line for, I don't know, half an hour, an hour, or whatever it is, in the damp cold, only to be told that there were no tests. I, apparently, the, the tests have not arrived yet, may not arrive until next week. How this confusion came about, I don't know. But it's just one more example of the abysmal communications we're getting from health officials. Um, what do you think? Are, are we panicking on this thing? Or are you worried that this thing is going to overwhelm our hospitals, overwhelm us. Do you agree with me that we deserve far more clarity, far more clarity than we are getting now? Uh, like, for example, okay, just how dangerous is this new variation, okay? The infection rate is skyrocketing, no doubt. But what about the hospitalization rate? doesn't appear to be going up at all. In fact, in Ottawa... I find it really surprising. Our infection rate is way up. But there's only five, and in, in, in right at least this morning here in Ottawa, there were only five people in all of our hospitals suffering from COVID, and nobody in ICU. A million population, and we've got five people in hospital. Now, the health officials are saying, well, this could just be a lag from the time that people are infected until the time they become very sick. But there seems to be growing evidence, some not only from Canada, but from the UK and other places, that in fact, in most cases, uh, this new variation, Omicron, is, is, is mild. The, the symptoms are rather mild, or perhaps there are no symptoms at all. But we need some clarification on that. I mean, I, I, let me ask you, uh, I, do you think that we're panicking? Are we getting the, the correct information? Are we getting enough information? Um, you know, I heard one health official say, listen, this thing is so infectious that let's say there were 20,000 people in a hockey game or a concert, it could very well be that almost all of the 20,000 could be infected just within hours. Um, whether that's true or not, but certainly the, the it's highly infectious. Everybody seems to agree on that. What we don't seem to agree, or at least we're not getting the information is, okay, it's easy to get infected, but how serious is it? Is it really just a, a mild version of the flu? Or is it something very, very serious? I, we, we need definitive answers here. And you, John, you've talked about this as well, okay? Mm -hmm. For example, 
one of the one of the problems we've got now is that we are learning that even if you've had two vaccinations, you can still catch COVID and in some cases die. Les Emerson, a, a good example of this. What this is doing is feeding this feeding frenzy from the anti-vaxxers. They're saying and they're they're saying to me and to you, John. Well, there you go. There's no sense in getting vaccinated because uh, you're just going to you're going to get it anyway. And in fact, in some cases, they're claiming that it's the vaccinated people that are spreading it. Well, that's not simply not true. But the health authorities have a responsibility here to tell us the truth. Like, for example, okay, you're getting infected. You can still get infected if you have two shots. At what percentage of two shots on average? What percentage of protection do I get? 70%, 50%, 80%, 90%. Okay, I understand that there would be an average here. But on average, if I get two shots, what are my chances that I'm not going to get the infection? Okay, are they 70%, 80%? I don't know. But they know, the health officials know, so tell us. We're adults out here, folks. We can handle the truth, okay? Tell us. What, uh, what kind of protection do we get from two vaccinations? And then the next shot is, okay, everybody is saying we'll get the booster. But nowhere have I seen any definitive any definitive figure or data that, that indicates to me how much more protection do we get from the booster shot. They have that information. So what do I get? If I get, if I get let's say, 70% protection from two shots, what do I get from the third? Do I get 80%, 90%? Tell us. This is important. Uh, because what, what is happening, is, uh, as I repeat, the anti-vaxxers are just getting ammunition. They're making all sorts of false claims out there. Oh, see, the, it's the vax. You know, it doesn't matter if you get vaxxed, but it does. But they're not telling us this. All they're giving us is the infection rate. But if, in fact, you get two shots and you get infected, but you're not sick. And I use the, the uh, Ottawa Senators as an example of this. Some 13 players overall. And one coach came down with COVID. But aside from the coach who was quite ill, all the players had been vaccinated. They, they tested positive, but they had very few, if any, symptoms whatsoever. In fact, one of the players, I think, scored, uh, got three, three or four points. Uh, well, and we found out that he had tested positive. So th th there's the kind of example. But they're not telling us that. All they're doing is pounding away, get vaccinated. Yeah, but okay. But what protection? You know, anyhow, I've gone through this. Um, let's let's move on from that. I just I hope you agree with me that they're doing a terrible job in in clarifying the situation here. And John, you you said this this morning. Just give us the information in simple, easy to read terms. Right? Not not everybody out there holds a PhD. And I understand the people giving this information to us, like Dr. Tam, hold PhDs. Could you dumb it down to a very basic language that those of us who struggled just to get a basic high school diploma could actually understand? I saw the email they sent to restaurateurs last week. The confusion in this page-and-a-half-long email that basically, you know, the, the whereas's and therefores and, and what, I mean, it was Shakespeare. All this to say, we're going to hold things as they are right now. But the confusion but, and, and, you know, and, and the chaos that, that, that precipitated from that. Basics. Basics. Yeah. What, what, as I say, what, what we need to know is, on average, what protection do we yes. get from two shots? On average, what protection do we get from the booster? Okay. The same uh, kind of stats they give us for the lottery odds. And I, I just want to point something out. Say, really? You know, people are saying, well, this would take a lot of work. You know what? 
the Department of Health, federal so and provincial. Do the they work. Have th- they have thousands <laughs> of employees, okay? I mean, there are employees coming out the yin-yang yes. in these government departments. There are people sitting around wondering what the hell to do. We'll set two or three of them to work to give us these average. You, you, Amen. We now have some worldwide figures. And if you don't want to do that, just do the, 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 okay, on average, here is the protection we get. Are you, in other words, I think what we definitively need to know, okay, are we safer getting vaccinations or not? Okay, are we safer with the vaccinations or are we not? And give us, I believe that we are, and I think the evidence is there, but present it to us and do some percentages. Okay, you're, if you, you know, if, if, if you get two vaccinations, you're 70% protected, okay? If you get the third, you're 80, or whatever the figure is. I, that's, so what, what should we do here, folks? Any, any comments? On, what, let me ask you this, my listeners out there. Um, what, what sort of answers would you like, but you aren't getting? Are you confused? Um, what, what, what is confusing you? Do you believe any of it? As I say, um, maybe you think the whole thing is a giant hoax. 30,000 people have died from COVID in the last two, two and a half years in this country. Let me just point something out. In the Second World War, terrible tragedy, we lost 40,000 Canadian soldiers in about four years, a little over four years of the war. So far, and with COVID, we have lost 30,000 people in about two years. So just to, just to give you an, an, an idea of just how serious this is, and all sorts of other problems as well. Well, let me ask you this as well when we're on this. In, in your opinion, are we doing enough to fight it here? What further steps do you think we should take? Should we close the borders entirely? Should we go into a lockdown? Uh, should vaccines be made mandatory? Should we close the schools? Should we allow any groups? Should, should we close down the senators? And uh, I don't know if you noticed or not, but the Montreal Canadiens played a game last night in Montreal. Not a, not a single soul in the stands. They called it a circuit breaker, the, the, the government of Quebec. And here's another problem that, that we need some clarification. We need a national response to this. This, to me, is, is once again, is Trudeau just dragging his feet, allowing the, the provinces to take the brunt of the criticism and the problem. We need a national program. I mean, it's they, the, the rules and regulations are different in every damn province. Yep. They're different in Quebec, Ontario. Uh, out in Alberta, they're talking about loosening things up, opening things up more. We, we And it's confusing for people. And not only that, we also, and I think, John, you've made reference to this, we're also confused by information coming out of the United States. News media is in love with American news. Yep. So very often, Often we're confusing our figures with the figures that are coming out of the states, et cetera, et cetera. It's, I, I repeat, we have thousands of employees who are well-equipped to provide this clarity. We, we should have, as far as I'm concerned, once or twice a day, we should have a national figure that comes on and gives us the exact figures right across the country. Here's, here's how safe, et cetera. I've gone through this, okay? That, but some clarity. I mean, there's such a lack of clarity. I just pointed out people lining up this morning, for God's sake. That's disgusting. For, for, for rapid testing that haven't arrived yet. I mean, how does that happen? It's not, I repeat, it's not as if there aren't enough people in these government departments, federal, provincial, and municipal, to provide all of this information to us. 
And uh, there's, there's another question. In your opinion, is this thing ever going to end? Or is it just something we're going to have to learn to live with? Um, how, do you, how do you rate the government's response, all governments' response to this? As I say, the, the, the thing to me that's lacking so badly here is, is clarity. Uh, we, we know the situation. We, we, need, we, we need that information. If, if for no other reason than to convince more people to get vaccinated. Because right now, the information we got seems to indicate that vaccinations don't provide any protection. We know that's not true, but why the hell isn't somebody in power or paying these people all kinds of money to tell us that and give us the definitive facts on this? John, are we getting any response here? We are breaking news from the NHL, by the way. The NHL has shut down the Calgary Flames, the Colorado Avalanche, and the Florida Panthers through Christmas amid rising numbers of players in COVID-19 protocols. So that is the NHL. They are an absolute mess right now. All right. They are, there are way too many mental, or sorry, way too many health Ministers giving different info across Canada, says Kathy. Exactly. Uh, Angelo, Angel One says she thinks this will be our new normal. Uh, let's go back to the very beginning. Joshua says we've been panicking from the beginning. It is serious, yes, but our hospitals were easily overwhelmed before this. Uh, Kathy, hyped up government looking to lock us down again. So much confusion from the sources that are supposed to be reliable. Uh, let me see, Long Point Driver. The health department seems to be overwhelmed with contacting high-risk persons. Parents were emailed today telling parents they wouldn't be informed if a student was high-risk. Now the cohort will be named in an email, and parents must figure out if their student is high-risk. I, I, I that's a confusing. Uh, yeah. Do you, can you give me an interpretation of that? I, I'm not the health department seems overwhelmed with contacting high-risk persons. Parents were emailed today that they will no longer be informed if a student is high-risk. The cohort will be named in an email. I, uh, try and, uh, I think it's an important email, yep. but we need some clarification there. Just spend a bit more time thinking about it. And, Long point driver and, on Twitch, if you could add a little bit to that, please. We'll get that to Lowell. Yeah. Lawrence, now, I, yeah. Let, me, let me just point out, let me, let me comment on, on one of the earlier Mm -hmm. emails that you got someone suggested that our hospitals were overwhelmed even prior to covid and i think that's a very important point here um so far all of the responsibility has been on us wear the mask distance yourself don't do this don't do that get vaccinated etc um but through it all essentially our our health system itself has not changed now, in some cases, they've added a few beds. For example, here at the Civic, they've got what they call a dome out in the parking lot. But, you know, they added about 50 beds out there. But for the most part, it, it, it really hasn't, hasn't changed. It's, it seems to me that there's a responsibility on the health officials, hospital officials, to, to understand not only that, that forms of COVID are going to be with us probably forever, but that we have an aging population. We need more hospital beds. We need, we need more ICUs. We need more doctors. We need more, we need more nurses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think that, that we have responded. We've left all of the responsibility to us as individuals, but you hospitals, you medical officials, you have a responsibility as well. We need the whole system beefed up. We need, we need lots more private enterprise involved in this. We need clinics of all kinds, et cetera, private run clinics that can be covered with OHIP, whatever. But it's time 
that we understood that we have a real serious problem in our hospitals, in our health care, and it isn't all related to COVID. John, more uh, more comments. Okay, so clarity on the previous point that we went to Long Point Driver to ask for. Parents will no longer be informed that their specific child is high risk. Now they okay. get told that a child in the class is high risk, and it's up to the parent to go and figure out if if it's potentially their kid. That doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, she says she can forward the email. Please do. Yeah. Please do. That that, that doesn't make any sense. But uh, is this just another attempt at political correctness that you can't tell a parent that oh, you've got a, no. a, a high-risk student? I mean, good God. Go ahead, John. Uh, all right. Uh, there are way too many cooks in the kitchen, says Cheryl. Lori says there's something weird when I find out my doctor cannot give me a COVID shot. What? Okay. Uh, Chrissy says again. Well, wait a minute. Why, why would the, I see this is, we need more information here, folks. We need some clarity from some of you people out there. Well-intentioned. Why can't your doctor give you a, a COVID shot? My doctor sure as hell can. Uh, I mean, I don't understand. Starting by, by the way, starting Monday, everybody over the age of 18 in Ontario will be eligible for a booster shot. Whether, in fact, we can handle the rush that's going to happen, I don't know. That's another situation. John, did you you, you had some difficulty in getting a booking booster shot. Am I correct on uh, that? Yes and no. I mean, it, it, was, it was torture for my poor wife who sat there listening to violin and saxophone music for hours on end, waiting to get to somebody before finally being cut off. Oh, you shuffed the responsibility off no, onto your wife. No, she took that on herself. She is okay. she is amazing at that. I, I, just, I, I wouldn't have the patience for it. But she that's, was on hold a long period of time. She probably made at least six phone calls throughout the day and was on hold for at least an hour each time. What we ended up so finally here, doing... So here we go once again. Sorry to interrupt, but mm-hmm. here we go once again. Uh, they're, they're not properly equipped. They tell us that exactly. you can... Here's the number. You can get a booster shot. It's urgent. You must do it. But when you try to do it, you 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 have all sorts of fences that you've got to hurdle. We've got a I government mean, website that can't keep up with the demand. It shuts down. It blows up. It implodes on itself. But but we've got we've got tens of thousands of public servants, uh, in, in none of them of whom lost their jobs or incomes. Okay, we've got all kinds of people prepared to do that. This is just a matter of leadership. Okay, look, we're going to announce uh, as of Monday that you can get a booster shot. We need to put ten thousand people on the end of the phones. So make it happen. Okay, but obviously they're not doing that. That's just one more example. No, nope. I mean, Go ahead, John. they figured this out in the concert business ages ago. You know, we got a big Very concert true. coming to town. Get extra people on the phone. Uh, Very we, true. What we ended up doing, FYI, is calling a local pharmacy who uh, called us back uh, that evening. And yes, we'll see you on Tuesday, Mr. and Mrs. Milky. All right, here's the email. This has just been forwarded to us from Excuse me. You, you, excuse me, John. Yep. You made a point there. In the end, you went to private industry. Damn right. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. All right, here's the email. Let's see if we can make sense of this. Dear OCDSB families, as we head into the winter break, a reminder that all elementary and secondary schools will be closed for the next two weeks, reopening on January, blah, 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 blah. As the number of COVID cases increases, many families are asking about the possibility of a shift to remote learning in the new year. We have not been advised of any change, and we're preparing for a return to in-person learning. We will provide an update to families about the return to school by Friday, December 31st. Uh, All students attending in person have been provided with take-home rapid test kits for use prior to the return to school. For more information, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Let me see here. I'm not seeing anything about what you're referencing there, Melanie. I'm sorry. I'm not... 
and and I can't read this whole thing. Lol, this goes on forever. See, this is what we're talking about. Can we just this? I mean, there's got to be. I gotta flick this with my thumb fifteen times to get to the end. Can we just get some simple communication from the people in charge of this thing? This so, like, if I can't read it to Lowell Green in thirty seconds on the air, how the hell can I explain it to you as a parent? It's good insanity. Point. Good point. I, I want to make another point here. Okay, I'll forward you the email, Lowell, so you can read it yourself. You've got all weekend yeah, let's, to do it. Let's let's do that. See yeah. if I can make it. Jesus. Head or tails of it. Um, Shields. Um, if, if you want to make head nor tails of something, you can make head nor tails. <laughs> you're, you're, I struggle for these, uh, these bridges. Okay. You're the king, man. You are. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes more successful than others. Uh, in, in all seriousness, folks, listen, run it. We're running very, very close to a situation, which I've talked to you before as of January 1st, according to the federal government, according to Trudeau and his attempts to make life more expensive, only appliances bearing the Energy Star label will be allowed to be sold in this country. What happens to the thousands of appliances that are not an Energy Star that still will be out there? I have no idea. The release that we got from the government doesn't mention that. But the point I'm trying, let me simplify. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, <it's> shocking. <laughs> in all probability, folks, come January 1st, the price of appliances is going to go up because many of the cheaper brands will not be available. And uh, certainly, certainly not at, at the cheaper price. Um, whether whether they will be available at all, I have no idea. But you can almost guarantee that if not on January first, very very soon after that, the price of all appliances is, is going to go up because of new government regulations. So if you're in the market, you're thinking you need some new appliances, check out now. They've got some great sales at Shields up there in Pakenham. Uh, they've got a huge warehouse. They'll deliver to your house two or three days at max. Shields.ca, a great website. Now, you talk about clarity. There's a website that is full of clarity. You can shop for appliances on the on the basis of capacity, wattage use, color, style, price, savings. All of it. It's very, very easy to understand. Anybody, including me, can figure out the the, uh, the Shields website, and if I can figure it out, so can you, John. We got some more. Uh, more There's the damn in. solution right there, Lowell. Can we just hand this whole thing over to some good Valley folks? Well, private. You know? We need we need far more private more, industry involved here. Yep. All right, here's a, a message on Facebook from Leanne. She says, while still low, the positivity rate for the 267,550 unvaccinated and partially vaccinated travelers who were tested was 0.63%, nearly five times higher than the rate for vaccinated travelers. That's from Leanne. Michelle okay. says, I walked into a clinic, no appointment, right across from the, Car- the MacArthur Arena near Fresco at 1 p.m. Uh, Stefan says, I got my third shot. It was very easy to book in here, book it here in Quebec. Christina says, they've been making cutbacks on our medical system for years. It's a racket skimming off the top, and they are able to say that the wards are full because they will dedicate one out of many hospitals to direct COVID cases. This is part of the equation on how they justify spouting their half-truths. Laurentian View Terry says we have to com- we have to have complete confidence in our medical doctors or else it will turn into total anarchy. Some say we're there already. I, I want let me let me to go back to this business of the hospitals, mm-hmm. whether COVID's involved or not. You know, over capacity. Uh, when I broke my hip, 
I want I wanted to go to the Queensway Carlton Hospital. My wife volunteers there. I know many of the people there. But the ambulance said, no, we can't. Uh, the Queensway Carlton has just announced that it is over full. There's about 10 waiting ambulances. Now, and there's almost no COVID involved, okay? So I, I go to the to the Civic, and I think you know the story. Three and a half days, I'm in lying on a stretcher. They can't find a bed for me. Uh, not because of COVID. There were hardly any COVID cases there whatsoever. This was just normal usage. So whether we have COVID or not, we have got to get into our hospitals. We've got to expand. We need, I, I repeat, far more beds, far more equipment, far more ICUs, et cetera, et cetera. Whether COVID is involved, we, there's just, there's not enough health care. John, go ahead, please. Well, let's go to email. Uh, the address is Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com from Lisa. She says, Lowell, a lot of what needs to be done starting from the feds down is to update or implement or construct a disaster recovery plan. There doesn't, they don't sound as though in many cases that all levels of governments or healthcare are weak or non-existent. I think uh, what she's saying is that we need a national plan, and, and I couldn't yep. agree with her more. Go ahead, John. Yep, yes. that's how I read that as well, uh, as difficult as it was to muddle through that. Uh, CTV News reporting seven-day average cases in Canada up 45% over last week, this according to Chris. Yeah, but just a minute. Here we go again. Yep. The, the, this, the, these are the, the cases, infections. Yep. Now, uh, let me point something out. The more of these rapid tests that we have out in homes, uh, in homes the more infections we're going to find, of right? Course. Yeah. I mean, it's only this is just a matter of mathematics. The more tests, the more positive results you're going to have. It's just anybody can figure that out. That's so that's part of the equation. But what's important, I repeat, okay, how serious are these people? The infections are up. Are hospitalizations up? Not in Ottawa so far. Go ahead. Uh, Tara, who just got back from the Netherlands, says on the travel.gc.ca website, the rules for unvaccinated people who had COVID are the same as vaccinated. Cheryl says, why can't they make information simplified? You need a college degree to understand. Please, just simple information about COVID. Thank you, she says. Stephen says, you guys are a great source of information. Think about expanding your show. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate that very much. Uh, send me ten thousand dollars and i'll expand the show go ahead send me fifteen thousand and i'll stick around and do it for him there you go (laughs) Lori says so many have the sniffles right now everyone i hear is saying hurry up and get a test tests are coming out negative it's flu season is it not uh keenan says it's been badly mismanaged it's insane that we are that we still don't have testing right on site at schools for example some parents are panicking and i totally get it working from home and homeschooling kids at the same time is not sustainable and yet nothing has been done to improve the handling of this we still don't have a coherent strategy with properly distributing vaccines and tests that is keenan on facebook michelle says the sniffles were never part of covid now i'm hearing it is also it wasn't airborne now it is my trust in the information i'm getting is diminishing there you go well one of the one of the things once again that we need clarity here yep um my understanding is that that the delta variation whether it was born through the air i don't know the aerosol i'm not sure but it's very clear from the infection rate that we see now that this new variation is is, you know that the the germs or the virus whatever it is 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 spread through the air that seems pretty obvious but i'm i'm not a doctor you know why isn't someone telling us this why why doesn't there a doctor out there or tam or or eccles or whatever the hell her name is saying listen very clearly this is being spread through the air Uh, but we're not being told this go ahead john 
Here's the problem. Here's the solution. Pretty simple stuff. Uh, Jeanette says, yes, please. It's flu season. Stop getting tested for sniffles. Uh, Lori asks, Lowell, are you still going to travel? No, we've had to cancel for, for, for a variety of reasons. But I, I am very worried that, you know, we'll get down there in the Bahamas. And, I mean, it just yeah. pains me. My daughter, my family is going to be there. But no, I get it. I, I'm, I'm not well enough to begin with. But secondly, they, I, I'm worried that when we get down there, uh, the same thing will happen as happened before. We'll be told we've got to get home or we won't be able to get back into the country. They're making it so. But once again, it's confusion. Go ahead, John. Uh, let's go to another email. I foresee some sort of lockdown. It's too bad as you can't close the barn door after the horses have gotten out. It's been a cluster F ever since the, uh, the get-go. Perhaps before then, as we outsourced all of our medical equipment, such as PPE to China, etc. An email to lowell at blasttheradio.com. Another email just coming in. We have been failed by our medical community, says uh, Linda. Uh, let me see. We've been failed by uh, the public health bureaucrats and the medical community in this country. We treat no other disease the way we have, quote unquote, treated COVID. After almost two years, when positive for COVID, we are still told to stay home until we can't breathe and then go to the hospital. In every other case of disease, early treatment is promoted and offered. Why is COVID treated differently? There are dozens of scientifically proven therapies that Canadians are denied the use of. My doctor. No, no, that's, you know, here we, here we go again with, yep. uh, you know, let's, let's take this horse, horse medicine or whatever. No, no. Go ahead, go ahead, John, please. Uh, catch a basic cold, sneezing, coughing, no fever, aches, etc. Even the GP wants a rapid test to attend a follow-up appointment. Uh, sorry about your travel plans, Lowell, but very reasonable. You are making the right decision for yourself and others. Is a comment coming in on Facebook. Uh, let me see. They, the layperson doesn't understand. Oh, sorry, let me get back on the screen. Uh, the layperson doesn't understand the difference between airborne and droplets, uh, nor should they need to. It needs to be explained to those who don't have that background. I am educated in that, so I understand. However, most don't, and I understand why they don't understand and why they are frustrated. Exactly. Break it John, down to those of us who don't have a PhD, please. <laughs> just, folks, all I am saying is just give us the facts. Are vaccinations working? I, I believe that they are. There's plenty of evidence. But what, what kind of protection are they providing? What protection do two shots give us? What protection does the added, added uh, vaccine give us? And uh, there's one other overriding question that I haven't raised. For a while, there was speculation that we might need a new variation of the vaccine to handle this new mutation. Uh, we haven't heard anything more. Are the current, this is, this is one thing that would never been definitively told us, to, uh, and that is, are the, the vaccines that we have now are they enough to battle this new variation? I, if, even if they would tell us that, uh, is, is the, the vaccine, are the vaccines we have now, are they sufficient? Are they strong enough or has this mutation found a way to get around them? Tell us that at the very least. Thank you all. Have a good weekend. Back Monday. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of blasttheradio.com.